0: are tuned in to the way of healing podcast where we inspire humans to connect more deeply to their experience of life my name is oj my name is casey
1: we are connecting with practitioners to talk about the potential of the innate healing powers within
0: Welcome back to the Wave Healing. Hey, hey, hey! It has only been a week for y'all, but it's been longer than that for OJ and I since we sat down together because I was away in wait for it Cyprus. Yay,
1: lucky her! The
0: island, and yeah. uh, it yeah. was phenomenal.
1: And we actually pre-recorded um, a few episodes, so everybody does. All the all the cool kids do. This is our first time sitting down in about a month. Has it been that long? Just about. Wow, groovy. Yeah.
0: Well, it feels really good. It feels good to be back. The space is continuing to grow, OJ's space. He Mm -hmm. just worked on me for a few minutes on the table doing the zone
1: healing that he's doing. Oh, that's great. We're going to do an interview soon. Yeah. I was like, do you want to talk more about that? Not today.
0: So we're back here with the way of healing. This is the this is this is a tapestry. This is the, tapestry, been this is the about. tapestry that OJ drools over. Yeah, um, I picked a mug that I thought went with the tapestry because you know we you have did? to be well, we have to be matchy
1: matchy to some also degree. picked apple pie. So yeah.
0: the apple pie. I don't think they can see it, but next door to next level holistic healing is an urban coffee house. It's warm. And we were walking down the alley to get to the entrance to Next Level. And the, the smell from the kitchen was like, it overtook me. And I said, OJ, we have to go get a piece of whatever that pie is. got to try that. That's, it's, it's crunchy.
1: She's like, it's still warm.
0: I was like, okay, well, we're going to take it next door and we're going to eat it while we record. I'm she drinking was like, tea also. Podcast, what?
1: told her we were recording a podcast. I did. And that oh. her apple pie would be featured on the podcast. So and I
0: said, "Sorry, I keep hitting that thing. I'm sorry audience. I'm a little discombobulated." That's Why? What she said. Why? What? What did she say?
1: She kept hitting that thing. <laughs> My wife uh, and I are rewatching The Office. We're on like season 6. And I it's think. giving
0: him a dirty mind. Normally he's so G. Today he's like Case in point. (laughs) Um, Where should we start?
1: I I wanted to talk about grounding on the episode. I think let's before we get into it. Mm, Apple pie. Apple pie. It's Mm -hmm. great, right? Shoot. Cheese. Butter. Cinnamon. Um, Sorry, vegans. Since we talked about this, the, the space a little bit, space is coming along. Um, I'll keep you guys updated on when the space actually opens up, but it's coming along beautifully. We're still decorating a little bit. Hmm. And once it's up and running, it's going to be amazing. We'll do a few interviews with Joe again, who is... Founder. The founder. Yeah. And we have a couple cool healers also in the vicinity, and it's going it's to be great. And... Yeah, I'll keep you guys updated. You guys can come get some apple pie, get your healing on, and it'll be cool. Oh, did you see the thing I posted on the Instagram? I guess it's going to tell the audience when we recorded. You remember the collective conscien- consciousness thing we talked about, about the four-minute mile? Uh-huh. So a guy for on the first the time ever uh uh-huh. uh-huh. ran a full marathon in under two hours.
0: Oh, I did see that. Where was he from? uh, Kenya. Isn't every good runner from Kenya?
1: Mm. But talking about the four minute mile, if you guys don't know what we're referencing to on our last, was it our last, our last episode, we talked about collective consciousness. People thought it was impossible to run a four minute mile until someone was like, I'm going to run a four minute mile.
0: It was the last episode in my living room. So it wasn't Was it? In here. It was oh, in it, Living room. you're right.
1: She's right. Mm-hmm. Just look up collective consciousness and you'll find it. I don't remember which episode number it was. So this guy was like, I'm going to run a mile in under four minutes. And he ran it. And it was the first time ever anyone has done it. And soon after, when people were like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And then they all started running four-minute miles. And now this guy ran 26 miles in under two hours. Under
0: 120 minutes.
1: And so... Plugging that into the collective consciousness, I guarantee you there's going to be more people in the near future that run marathons in under two two hours. He guarantees. Guarantees. You'll get a piece of apple pie from next door, should he be wrong. If I'm wrong, you get nothing. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: kind of a weak guarantee.
1: (laughs) Whatever. I'm just sitting here enjoying this pie.
0: It'll happen soon. This is the perfect combination of salty and sweet. It's great.
1: hi, When should we call this episode the pie episode? Grounding. Tell us about Cyprus. Do you want me to
0: tell you about Cyprus and how it relates to grounding? Yeah. I can tell you a lot of things about Cyprus.
1: Please do. First of all She, she just got
0: back and we haven't. I know. Talked, so. It's like eleven hours ahead of whatever it is here. Sleep has been interesting. Mm-hmm. Um I'd like to first thank Ozzy. Um of Oi Oi Oi. The Wellness of Oz. She is uh, founder of the yoga studio in Burbank. We'll get her on the podcast. Cool. And she was the lead uh, hostess of the retreat. So she is uh, British, born and raised, but both her parents are of Supreme descent. And so she speaks fluent Turkish. And uh, she, you know, they have family land on the island where she's building a retreat center. Wow. And she's all about, like, light workers unite.
1: Oh, what we're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, alignment. And she hosted a really beautiful retreat. Tracy Griffiths was leading uh, the aroma yoga therapy, uh, aroma yoga component of it. And I'm doing that certification with Tracy mm-hmm. and Dawn Yurkovic of Topanga, California. And there was Tai Chi. Smug look
1: she gave me. I know the smug Casey's look. Casey's moving to Topanga.
0: <gasps> I am.
1: Topanga. So we might do some cool recordings in the middle of a forest.
0: I'm going to have a house, okay? That's all I can say. Mm. A house. Here, do you want this for sound? So, yeah. Joe Love. He is a LA-based yoga teacher. And he also teaches Tai Chi Qigong. He's wonderful. And he was one of the leaders of the retreat. And let's see, Angela Dew, uh, she, is a, she did sound healing. She, she did a wonderful sound bath one night. We were on, on the beach uh, with the Mediterranean sort of softly lapping the shore. And then Angela, who also brought her seven-month-old son Axel on the retreat, cool. who was a perfect angel. I called him the youngest emperor of Turkey. Yeah. He was just, he was a little angel baby. So the retreat was fantastic. Lots of yoga, uh, fresh vegetarian meals every day. I came back and my clients were like, wow, you look really glowing and you're tan and you're skinny and you're, and I went, oh, well, you know, it's amazing what one week of altering your habits will do.
1: You mean you don't look like that all the time?
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't feel as good as I felt on the retreat all the time. But one of the things the retreat offers is a sort of concentration of healing. And so it's kind of next level, huh? It's amplified in a way that allows you to see, oh, I can incorporate these things into my daily life so that I can maintain this elevated place, Mm. right? Of meditation, of yoga, of healthy eating, of being in nature, and all of those things were, you know, that was part of our itinerary, our daily, our daily log of things. But because you do it six days in a row, you develop a little bit of a habit. So Tracy asked us, and, you know, how are you all going to integrate the things that you learned as you, you know, reorient into your, your life? And uh, so that's been an interesting thing to think about. It's like, Okay healthier habits overall. Cool. So it doesn't take long, is what I'm saying, to adjust. The human body is very quick to respond.
1: I think the part that you mentioned about how are you going to integrate it into your everyday life is huge because we go to these these retreats or these events and we learn cool things, but it's like, how are you going to make that a part of your life? Right? I went to this Tai Chi retreat mm-hmm. back in April, and it was similar. I mean, we would do Tai Chi for hours, twice, three times a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the evening, and it was all really fresh vegetarian food. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd go to the markets every morning and pick up some fresh veggies and fruits and cook, and there was a lot of time for like reflection and just being with yourself And, uh, you know, a lot of things that I was doing at the retreat, I didn't bring back home to me because no one asked me that question of how are you going to integrate it into your everyday life. Mm. So if any of you guys go to a retreat, I urge you to ask yourself that question throughout just so you can have a better idea of how to bring that back to your everyday life and uh, really make it a part of, of you. Apple pie. Apple pie. So, on to um, the topic. Oh, you got more.
0: Yeah. Well, in part because life is... Um, a box of chocolate. Thank you, Forrest. Um, what's it called when something builds on something and it continues to build? It starts with a C. Compounded. Compounding, right? Compounding. Yeah, yeah compounded. Composite. Compounded. So what you learned yesterday, you're meant to bring into today. You're not meant to just forget about it. Like somebody asked me yesterday, oh, are you still in vacation mode? And my response was along the lines of, well, I'm working hard to integrate what I've learned into my life here now. And um, that's the thing. That's what retreats offer you. Again, it's this concentration of, it's like a distilled, it's everybody doing the same thing. So on the lines of uh, along the lines of grounding, it was it was kind of earth-shattering and grounding at the same time. Earth-shattering because so many of us were there going, wow, this life, living on the beach and swimming whenever we want to in shark-free waters and, you know, again, super fresh meals and uh, super mellow atmosphere and communing with like-minded folks. It's like, how do we bring this into the world? So, no, I'm not in vacation mode. I'm thinking about, wow, I want to hold on to what I felt like in Cyprus and, and all of the beauty that I saw and share that in the world. I mean, we went to, we went to ancient ruins, 5,000-year-old ruins. Wow. Um, yeah, it was woe. Uh, And it was beautiful. And it was beautiful to recognize the care with which people created then. I mean, I don't know anything that we've built in the last century that's going to last 5,000 years. Right? We throw up sheetrock like it's a piece of chewing gum. And this was like stone. And it was carved stone. And it was just the architecture was stunning. And so to be there in this old space um very 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 old space and to see the care with which people went through their their life and their day and their it was just uh it was a beautiful experience to imagine what life was like then
1: yeah cool and and Casey will be
0: oh teaching da, 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 da,
1: da. yeah next year at next the same time. next year
0: cypress 2020 i will be Teaching, yeah. So, uh, start saving your pennies, or start asking your 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 people for time off. It'll be the same time. It'll be the first week of October, um, and I'm super jived and super excited because it was just such a beautiful experience. I cried. I mean, I saw wild donkeys. I I think I cry whenever I see donkeys. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, there were really friendly donkeys at this one. Site that we went to. I'm forgetting the name, forgive me. But it was uh, there was holy water and wild donkeys and fresh crepes and super friendly people. The thing about other cultures, and I urge anyone who is curious about travel to travel to please, 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 please travel because the world is big and life is short and there's so much beauty when you get out of your bubble. Uh, one of the vendors that I was purchasing actually this bracelet from, uh, which on. is an evil evil eye bracelet, um, he was like, my name is Ufuk. And he said, that means horizon, hmm. right? Where the water meets the air. And then you look out and you see the horizon because we were on the water's Come edge. On. So there's just so much meaning in things and there's so much to be discovered. And there's, it's just, it's beautiful to augment your reality. Mm. So continue to augment your reality in whatever way that you can. You know,
1: yeah, experience it to travel, and then also experience the culture. Right? Don't just stay in your hotel and do the tourist stuff. Like, go, oh, yeah, hang meet out. the locals. Yeah,
0: they're less, far less scary than we might think here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I find Europeans are because typically their countries are much smaller than America. They explore other countries readily. Like when I was in the Vienna airport, the guy who was working at the local cafe that I got a sandwich from, he is from Slovakia and he makes that commute twice a day, five days a week, what? right? So different language, different, it's just different culture, different people. The world is beautiful. Don't be scared. Hmm. That's, that's my takeaway. That's my grounding. So it, and what that does in turn is that I come home and I'm more comfortable in my own skin in my own home. So it
1: reverberates. Yeah. Not outside your home because the air smells like fire. Yeah, there's fires in L.A. right now. There's fires in L.A. right now. It's pretty bad. Um, sending good vibes and prayers to everyone affected. It's it's intense out there.
0: I know. It's that time of year, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the idea came from a client. She was like, well, what do you do to stay grounded? And, uh, for me, we, her and I are almost opposite in the way our energies are. She's very upper chakra crown third eye. Like she does a whole bunch of traveling and meditating where she can go places. And, um, I'm the opposite. I'm, very grounded on this earth in my uh, physical body, and it takes me longer or takes more effort for me to tap into my upper chakras. Working on it, and so like on, she
0: travels without traveling. You're saying yes. she travels without leaving her home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool.
1: It's a thing. And but she, one of the questions she asked me was, "How do you stay grounded?" And I've always been told by a lot of people, my clients, like you're so grounded, your energy is so grounding. People I talk to, like you're you're such a grounded person. And no one's really asked me how I stay grounded until she asked. And I was like, that's a good question. (laughs) And so I really had to look at myself and it's like, what do I do to stay grounded? And granted, there's times where I'm not grounded. Granted, there's times where like I'm in my head and that monkey mind is going a million miles an hour. And I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on, um, but for the most part, on a day to day thing, day to day, I'm usually really grounded. I and would concur.
0: I mean, you can hear that in your voice, right? Mm. <laughs> I suddenly went. I hope we're recording. I know. I hope we are. And can you all hear the chanting upstairs? I don't know if you can. David's probably going to edit it out. It's behind us.
1: What is it? It's the. Uh,
0: what's next door?
1: An urban. The stage.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. They, I think it's an improv
1: set. Yeah, they throw a bunch of events next door.
0: We're hearing noises, even if you aren't. We we're hearing them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know that that's grounding me, but it anything. somehow is.
1: I know. It's in your head. So yeah,
0: OJ, you're very grounded. So thank
1: you. So a lot of it's because
0: you're Filipino. Maybe no,
1: no, that's not true. <laughs> One of the things I do to stay grounded that works for me is to really pay attention to how I'm feeling in my body. So as I'm going about my day to day, I really try to feel myself being connected to earth, right? Every step, not every, but when I can, when I'm mindful of it, it's like, how are my feet hitting the floor, right? How are my, where in space is my body? Where's my center of gravity? Gravity? How are my hips feeling? How are my my shoulders feeling? How's my neck feeling? How's my spine feeling? And really feeling in my body. And uh, for me, that's, that's, huge. And I think for a lot of people, they're so disconnected with their bodies and they Mm -hmm. don't pay attention to those things. And Mm -hmm. that might be a big reason as to why you may not feel grounded.
0: Okay. So two things.
1: Do you think that uh, a big piece of that has to do with footwear, for example? My personal opinion, yes. I feel like the more minimalist, the footwear, the more connected you feel to the ground and to the earth. I feel like yeah. When you wear shoes that have really thick soles or curved soles.
0: Or spiky, spiky sticks that you're standing on, yeah. right? Four inch stilettos.
1: Yeah. Like yeah.
0: you're not grounded. You're not grounded. Because so much of grounding comes through the heels, mm-hmm. right? To stimulate the vagus nerve, which mm-hmm. helps with grounding. You bounce in your heels. Yeah. Right,
1: earthing is a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, take people. your
1: shoes off and stand in the dirt. Yeah, they walk on dirt, grass. I don't really recommend cement too much, but if you can go to a park and walk with your bare feet, that's it, it helps you connect to Gaia, to Earth.
0: How do you think? How do you think that people first become aware of the need to do that? Like, it's one thing to say I connect with my body, but how do we? Make that initial transition from like, I'm always in my head, la-di-da-di-da,
1: to, oh, I need to get into my body. I think it's a it's just a personal decision. I think to fully experience this life and what this life has to offer, you have to connect to your body. This is your vessel. This is your spacesuit. Did I talk about the spacesuit analogy on air?
0: No. but My dad calls me space case, so... Yeah. There you go. What's the spacesuit? So I want
1: one. You have one. So if you were hypothetically in outer space and you had a spacesuit, you would take really good care of it because you knew that was your means of survival. You'd make sure there was no holes, you would hang it when you were done with it, uh, you would constantly check to make sure everything is working properly because you know that if you don't and you go outside you in die. space, you're gonna die right we we're, we're good s- point yeah and so with our bodies it's very similar like we're we're somewhere in there a soul a spirit whatever you want to call it um we're somewhere in there right this body isn't us it's we're, we're we're using it to experience this life and what this lifetime has to offer but it's not us the same way that our mind really isn't us and how when you take a step back in your own head, you can hear the monkey mind chattering like this person's talking, this person's talking, everyone's just saying something and has an opinion about everything. But really we're the observer, observer of those thoughts. And so that observer is also the one that is being, uh, can, what's the word I'm looking for? Is the one that's occupying the space of these bodies. And so the, our, our, our bodies are used to help us experience life. And so, in 3D. In 3D. And so, with the same amount of care we would take care of a spacesuit with, we should be giving our bodies that same amount of care.
0: Right here.
1: Because we potentially can live up to 100 years old plus. And the more we're in tune with our bodies, the more we take care of our bodies, the more we're able to listen to the subtleties of what our body's trying to tell us, the more likely it's going to happen that we're going to live longer, not even longer lives, but more... Fulfilled lives, right? You take care of your Informed, body. Your vibrant. body's going to take care of you, right? There's 90-year-olds lifting weights and doing stuff and doing jujitsu because they've taken care of their bodies.
0: There's 100-year-olds running
1: marathons. Right, yeah. right. And then the opposite end of the spectrum, there's 50-year-olds who can't get out of bed. Yep. And so, you know, one of the... the Dr. Pete, the guy who I'm uh, learning the zone therapy from, he's like, perfect health is, health is normal. It's normal to be healthy. And for a lot of people, they think it's normal to have back pain. Oh, my back is just like that. That's normal. Or my digestion's off. That's just how I am, right? Mm -hmm. That's not normal. Healthy is normal, right? When there's something going on in your body, there's an imbalance. And you got to figure out how to tune into yourself to make that imbalance balanced. So that way you can continue to live normal, healthy lives.
0: Yeah. And your body is. It's not trying to tell you, it's telling you. But is your mind listening? Mm -hmm. Right? I'll give an example. Uh, On the retreat, something very... um, Interesting. ...happened. So I've been an athlete my whole life. Um, I won the Tot Trot when I was six years old, which was (laughs) the Tot Trot. What did I get? I got a gift certificate, like $15 gift certificate maybe it was 25, to the uh, local bakery, Um, and I got... Apple pie. (laughs) And I got apple pie. No, but they had cupcakes that had coffee icing. Oh, my gosh. Even at six years old, I loved that flavor. I loved that flavor. Okay, anyway, I've been an athlete, um, competitive athlete, and then I've been studying yoga for 20 years. Never have I dislocated anything. Mm-hmm. On this retreat, day four, I was doing a yoga class, didn't even think that it was a super intense one, uh, and dislocated my left knee. Like, it was like a, what is happening? Oh my goodness. My knee was like three and a half inches outside of where it, my patella, outside of where it normally is. Haha, <laughs> That's funny. That's the teacher who was teaching the yoga class when I dislocated my knee. Uh, Just texted. Um, Hi, Joe. Love. So that was very much an experience of, wow, body, what are you telling me? Right? I mean, I have a strong practice. That's what it looks like from the outside. That's typically how I feel. And this happened, and it grounded me. Mm-hmm. Talk about grounding. Oh, it was yeah. like,
1: Puts you right sit your, your ass
0: down and figure this shit out, right? You're not going anywhere. So I tried putting it back in. It didn't go in the first time. It went in maybe the second or third time. Tracy, my teacher, was like, I heard that. I was by the ocean, and I was really grateful immediately for the fact that for years now, I've been studying the body. Because I was able to, without outside assistance, figure out what was the best uh, course of action in that moment. Uh, So I walked to the shore and I tested sort of the range of motion and what directions was it comfortable, what directions was it not comfortable. You know, I was trying to feel impingement and how much... uh, How much restriction was there? How much swelling was there? Like, how much damage had I done? What had happened? Had it torn? It didn't feel like a tear anywhere. I did like grapevine very slowly in both directions. Um, And then I went back into the yoga room and I just put my legs up the wall. And Tracy applied some essential oils, frankincense, Panaway, which has wintergreen in it. And it's still, for me, is this experience of, wow, 39 years, and I had this crazy injury when I was in one of the most serene environments that I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. Um, What I've gleaned from it is that the restriction actually wasn't in my knee, but it was in my hip, in the attachments of my adductors, my hip flexors. I think my sartorius was involved, right? The muscle that runs from the inside of the knee to the outside of the hip. So there has been contraction in my hip flexor. And people, it doesn't have to be four inches. You don't have to be like the hunchback of Notre Dame to have a constriction or a contraction or something overactive or underactive, okay? You can look, quote unquote, normal. You can look healthy and have these imbalances in the the body. So there was a somewhat subtle contraction in my hip that I realized was linked to a trauma from 20 years ago.
1: Amazing.
0: So finding, so like the injury in the knee made me far more aware of what was going on in my hip crease because there's all of those, because it's all attached. Mm -hmm. And so it heightened my body awareness. And so I've now been able to like, oh, okay, we have some stuff to release in the hip flexor. And then my knee has been a champ and is healing itself um, and is doing really well. I mean, I'm tracking it very carefully. And so it's like one of those things where it was to get to the next level, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying that that was necessary. I'm not saying that no pain, no gain. I'm simply saying that for every injury, for every pain, there's a deeper lesson. There's something to be gleaned. There's insight the body is offering up on a platter or a pie in the face, whatever it is. However the body needs to teach you, it's going to teach you. So I'm really grateful. Yeah, my knee doesn't feel fantastic. Yet. <laughs> but OJ is like, I'm going to see you every week until your knee knee feels 110%. So great. So we'll do that. So... There's a constant process of opening and deepening, mm-hmm. and that is available to all of us all the days of our life. Yeah.
1: Injuries are a blessing. They are. If you let them be.
0: We have to find out what the meaning is, right? What's right. what's underlying? What What is being shown to you?
1: Yeah. Just like so. the obstacles are the way, the injuries are a way for you to deepen your experience with yourself. Where you can start looking in deeper as to your connection with yourself and how you feel and what's going on in your life and what's no longer serving you and getting past that and getting rid of that.
0: Yeah. What What needs to be opened up. Yeah. Right. Bye.
1: <laughs> uh, other grounding tips, breathing. Breathing's great. If you've never gone to a breathing class and done breathing for breath an work, hour, breath, breath work, work is huge. Again, it puts mm-hmm. you back into your body. And there's different kinds of breath works. There's different kinds of meditations where you can travel and go places. But overall, I feel like pay atten- paying attention to your breath puts you into your body, right? When you're in a meditative state and you're paying attention to the breath going in and out of your body, it's harder and harder to concentrate on the, the chatter that's going on in the head because you're paying attention to the breath. Um, I'm rereading, re-listening to an audiobook, Why Buddhism is True, And he talked about going to a Vipassana retreat and how in the beginning of the retreat, he couldn't go with more than three breaths without his mind wandering somewhere else. And because he was meditating the entire time, he eventually got to the point where he was able to uh, pay attention to his breathing throughout the entire meditation. And then once he got more comfortable with that, then he could start doing other things Intentionally with his thoughts instead of just letting the monkey mind control him. Mm-hmm. So, breathing and breath work is great. There's tons of stuff on YouTube, there's tons of free stuff online.
0: We have stuff in our, in our archives. Check out the episode with Anna Yazdi.
1: Yeah. She's going to be doing a uh, guided breathing meditation that we're going to have uploaded soon.
0: <laughs> yes, so II I, Captain. He's been asking me for this for a while. On the spot. Uh, yeah, I do breath awareness. People ask me, "What do I do in the hospitals?" A lot of it is breath awareness, mm-hmm. and in my private practice, so much. I mean, I almost always cue clients to their breath because it all rides on the breath. Yeah. So, yeah, I got you, brother. I got you. I got you the first and second time too. He's telling me it's time to wrap up. Um, Don't we love that. We love you. Too late. <laughs> we love you, listeners. We could talk. All day We love you like 110 percent. has run out. Oh crap. <laughs> He's so right. Oh,' it's, it's long gone, brother. 20. Oh, it's almost 20 minutes expired. <laughs> You're paying the ticket. <clears throat> That's not fair. Um, so tune in. We've got some exciting guests upcoming lined up for uh, November, December. Yeah. And uh, we're we're so excited. This month marks one year of us starting the podcast. We didn't air episodes until February of 2019, but he and I had our first, first phone meeting. call right next door at the cafe. Yeah. We yeah. Met, we had a our call and meeting. we met
1: in October of last year right next yep. door.
0: So, you know, to uh, to all the things that you would like to grow, we say cheers. Cheers.
1: here's to a year. Thank you so much, listeners. Uh, thank you, everyone who supported us. Thank you, everyone who um, comments and and gives us feedback. Um, and especially for those people that give us the feedback of, "Oh, this really helped me through this," or "I love." this because of this like that's what keeps us going
0: and the people who were like i couldn't really hear you on this episode (laughs) that's fine too thanks we appreciate you (laughs) (laughs) so we love you and we'll talk real soon thanks bye thank you for tuning in to the way of healing we hope that you find yourself inspired if you enjoyed our show a gift is to let others know and we want to hear from you please share your feedback so we know how our work is resonating make us aware of modalities and practitioners whom we may not know if you haven't already please subscribe at the way com. our email is the way of healing podcast at gmail.com and find us at facebook.com forward slash the way of healing remember A rising tide lifts all boats.